Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode 18 of season two of our podcast, right from the health ed classroom. Here's this week's hosts, Salil and Shauna. Hey, guys, welcome back to the Life is the Future podcast. Um, today, we have Brady, Danielle, and Sarah. So say hi, guys. Hello. Hi. And... We are going to be talking about like technology and like the influence that like social media and stuff has in our lives and like how much it's like taken over our lives and, and stuff. So yeah, let's get into it. So what do you guys think should like employers and like college like professors and stuff, should they like look at your social media to see if you, sh- you like as like one of the different variables to see if you should get a job or get into like the college or something? I think it would be a good idea just to see like what you're doing outside of life to make sure you're not in any trouble um, or just like if you have a good education or have something on there about um, what could come your way. Yeah, like looking at their social media can really help to like get to know them more as a person and not just as a person that's going to work for them. I don't think they should. I think it's, um, social media is like kind of about privacy and I think everyone has the rights to privacy, so I don't think they should. I'm kind of on both sides. Like, I feel like if they want, they can, but that shouldn't affect if they get the job or not. Like, if they're going out to parties doesn't mean they're a bad worker. They just, like, going to parties. Okay, but if they're going to parties on a Tuesday night and then they have to go to work at 7 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. As long as they make it to work and they're doing my job. It should be more about getting to know their personality rather than deciding whether or not they should get that job. job. Exactly. And your social media can say a lot about your personality. Not always. Because it's like you can post like a bunch of positive stuff and that doesn't mean you're always going to be a positive person. And why would you post positive stuff if you're not a positive person? Because you can feel positive when you feel like posting. Going back to what you said about the party, though, like social media, a lot of people can post like um, like, let's say you're, like, 16, they could post, um, like, videos of them drinking, smoking, stuff like that, um, and then, like, ha- them having the right to see that can say, all right, we don't, like, like that behavior, so you can't get this job. If it's, if it's in that case, then, yeah, you don't, like, don't get the job. But, but how are you, this is, like, the problem we had in the last episode, too, like, you were trying to, like, single out certain individuals. I'm not trying, I wasn't trying to single out certain individuals, I'm just saying, if it was a drug test, what's the point, if there's, like, no cause to it? Well, going back to what we were talking about earlier, like, when people post about, like, parties, like, they usually don't post about, like, the more boring parts about their lives, like, that where they're more, that. like, responsible like they don't post about that they post about them having fun and things that other people would find interesting yeah yeah but wouldn't like let's say a college administrator is looking at your snapchat story from the last 24 hours <laughs> what what do you think they would what do you think they'd have to say well, if they if looked at your snapchat story if it's my main looking? story then they're good yeah okay but then why would they not be able to look at your private story? What's wrong with your private story? <laughs> it's just like the reason I don't add a lot of people to my private stories. Not a lot of people get like my humor, understand if I post something, I not doesn't like go with my personality all the time. So it's like only certain people understand. But then shouldn't like the people that are gonna like 
they want you at their school, don't shouldn't they want to know like what you're like, like who you are? Like if if you're saying that only some people will get who I really am, then isn't that what you want the college to do? If I added everyone from our school into my private story, that's it's not a private story it's anymore. So and it's kinda like a lot of people are kind of judgy, so it's kinda like, Oh, she posted that, she's kinda a bad person. It's like I'm not. I don't <laughs> think that's what he's saying. I think yeah, he's saying just like <laughs> If they want to see who you really are, they should look at your private story. Then they should there's be my also friend. the um at like when you're applying to the college, you have to write a like essay about yourself and how you like what you do. So I think that that should be enough. They don't have to go stalk like exactly. your Instagram or your Facebook or your Snapchat yeah. to see who you are. If they like, if they're that worried about what you're doing, then they like, can talk to you. you talk to you about it. But can't oh can't you like. You can basically write whatever you want in that essay. Yeah, yeah. like you can lie about you can everything. You can say a you ton do. of stuff. You you can say literally anything you want in that. Yeah. You can post whatever you want, though. Like, you could, like, exactly. set up certain stuff. I know, but, like, you're tended to post more things <clears throat> and on your private story because there's less people around. You're tended to post more things that you feel, like, better about yourself and, like, what you know and what you feel about yourself and, like, how you act normally around your friends. That's so the point why, of a private story, for it to be private, for those, like, people... Like that you like trust with a lot of stuff. I don't think you want your college administrators to know that you're going through something at the time. It's like not that. <laughs> yeah. Private stories are usually meant for like your close friends. Yeah, it's for you to be private with yourself. Okay. Sorry. All right. I guess we're just gonna have to agree to disagree. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> but like, what what about Instagram then? What about Instagram? Instagram. I feel like that that's okay to look at because it's like just all like your trips. You're yeah. like hang out with your friends. It's not that's your real that. life. Like most that's people it. don't post their real life because it's not up to standards. Yeah. So going like on trip wants. is not your real life. Well, like it doesn't show. Is it a simulation or what? Um, it doesn't really show everything. It just shows like one, like if you were at the beach, it just shows, oh, this person's at the beach. It doesn't show them what they're doing at the beach, what they're saying how they are and everything like that going into like privacy and or the lack of privacy do you think the internet is a little too open about some stuff sometimes yeah about what about like i don't know just people feel like they need to share everything and i don't think they need to share everything yeah i would say like going to twitter like a lot of people will like just hate and hate like Especially with, like, sports and, like, what's been, like, going around recently, just. Danielle? Yeah, that, I agree. With what? (laughs) We said two things. (laughs) You know, there's, people put a lot of stuff out on social media, like, they post, like, a lot, like, they post about, like, their location, like, they post Mm -hmm. about everything. That's the dangerous thing. Yeah. It's really dangerous. So it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So like a stalker could go onto your Instagram and yeah. your Snapchat because yeah. of Snap Maps. Yeah, yeah that's but then scary. you can only look at your Snap Maps if you add that person back. I know, yeah. but still, like okay. I could probably find your guys where you guys. If like, you're that are, worried about it, just like I mean, turn off. you can turn, you can turn, turn on off. Post yeah, mode. it's just you can literally I'm so turn it off. But why? Because I know there's if you like, don't feel like if you don't feel like you're safe, then you could just yeah. turn everything off and then essentially yeah. you're safe again. But That's then people can, like, look at your Instagram. They can, like, look at where you've been, like, try and track down, like, where you're going. And there's some websites that have, like, everything about you, like, your name, 
your where you live, where your you last lived, yeah. your birthday, like all of that, and that's that's pretty dangerous. Yeah, there are like websites out there where you can do all that, and I feel like we should like take into consideration that that can be very harmful to people. Um, not only adults, like even kids, especially with like people can go on to it, like anyone. And um, I've seen like you can pay to get more like social security numbers mm-hmm. and stuff like that so you can get hacked. And mm-hmm. What do you guys think? So you know how like before you can download like the app, it says like the little age thing where like you have yeah. to be like over 12 or whatever. Yeah. Do you think those ages are appropriate? I ignore those sometimes. I ignore yeah, people, too. I feel like kids don't really listen to those. Like, they'll just download the app anyway and just change their birth date. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, so. it's like if you, like, It's like, you know app. how, like, if you open up, like, when you go in the app store and then you, like, look up Snapchat or something, you're about to download Snapchat, it says, like, for ages, like, 12 plus or whatever. Like, the 12 and then the little plus one? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Say an eight-year-old was buying, like, Snapchat, they couldn't because they're eight, but then they changed, like, the, the year. Yeah. yeah. I've, done I've done that. I've done that. But isn't that, isn't that, like, then, like, why would you do that? Maybe it's just, like, a suggestion because there's, like, a lot of stuff out there that younger kids shouldn't see on these apps. I think if you're, like, there's, I think those age, like, restrictions are for the, like, less mature people. That kind of came out weird, but, um, like, if you're mature enough that you know what's happening in the real world and everything... I think it's okay if you ignore it, but if you're, like, act like a five-year-old and don't really know what's going on, I don't think it's okay. I think you need to, like, ask a parent before you do it. But it's not a suggestion because they're making you put in your birth date to check if you're doing it. I guess. So you're lying. I feel like it's just, like, I feel like all of us have had, like, Snapchat for, like, a while now. It's, like, either, like, we lied about our age at first or not. So it's just, like, kind of hard to just say, like, oh, no, don't get it unless you're 13 because it's Snapchat's not that bad to me. It's just add someone to see their story text. It's not that bad all the time. So it's hard for me to say, like, oh, don't get it because you're under 12. It's like, I agree, but like when you go and view someone's stories, like the stuff under it can have some like inappropriate things that you don't really need to see at a young age. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. Those like like, all the public stories. The public stories, yeah. Can you have fun with social media and be safe at the same time? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. If you're, like, getting social media at a young age, someone should definitely, like, warn you about, like, what can be on there. Or just have some sort of, like, friend guidance or parental, like, guidance just to see. Or, like, someone check it every week just to make sure no suspicious activity is happening. So you want your mom to check, go through your phone every week? Well, no, I'm saying, like, at a young age. Yeah, like, my niece has So much young but still, like, respect their privacy. Yeah. Like, don't scroll like, through their messages. But like, like, I, I don't, everyone has TikTok, and my niece got TikTok, and she's eight, so I was like, <laughs> but then, like, I know that my sister monitors it as, like, as yeah. much as she can to make sure she's not, like, seeing anything she's not supposed to see or, like, not doing anything. But if you have to go through all that work of monitoring it, then why would you even, like, let your kid out? Because it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to, like... For TikTok, it's fun to make those videos. Fun to, um, for yeah, Snapchat, it's fun, to it's fun to talk to other people. Instagram, it's like you get to see everyone. You get to like see people from your school that maybe you don't hang out with, and you can see like what they're doing and like, yeah, you get to like connect with them. Yeah. Okay, but like, if so, Brady said <clears throat> that 
he wants parents to like go through young kids' phones. Um, what age do you think is young? I would say probably like if you're around ten, because that's still. Um, but the suggested age is twelve, so technically they're not even supposed to have it. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're under that age, you should have someone monitor it for you. Like even though it's probably not the best thing, like if you do have it, your parents let you. I mean, there should be something where, like, it's getting monitored at least just a little bit. Like, I don't, like, want my parents going through my phone. But if when I do get older and I, if I do have kids, I would want to go through their phone just to see what they're doing and make sure they're so not. So why, why would you, why don't, don't you think that's what your parents want to do too? Yeah, because, like, like, my parents trust me and I'm not doing, it's not like I'm doing anything that's, like, yeah. putting me in harm's way. And, yeah. like, I have, like, a good thing with my parents. Where like, if I am in a situation where I feel like <clears throat> something's wrong, I would talk to them and be like, hey, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with yeah. this. Yeah. But, like, I hope my kids can come to me and be like, hey, this is something yeah, I hope, like, we build that trust between each other that they actually respect, like, the boundaries. Like, don't do stuff that I wouldn't be comfortable with you doing. And then that kind of goes back to, like, kind of like your workplace. You feel like your boss should be able to see what they're, like, what you guys are doing like you're not like messing up like the business giving them a bad reputation because of what you're posting on social media also as you get older and like get to know people more they gain a lot of trust in you so like with our parents now like we're all what 13 14 mm -hmm. like they trust us they have trust in us because they've been in our lives for 14 years so they know like if you like let's say you lie pro they probably know because just they've been around you for so long mm -hmm. like Let's say, like, you're a high, like, level official in, like, a company, and you're posting, like, a ton of, like, weird stuff on social media, and, like, everyone can see it because your account is public. Like, is that, like, is that harmful to, like, the company's reputation? Yes. Yeah, it can if, be like, very harmful. Especially if you're, like, the face of the company, and then, like, you're on the company side, and you press their face to go to their account, mm -hmm. and it's like, like, oh, okay. They should still be able to be themselves, but... They have to, like, have restrictions. Yeah, they have to have restrictions because, like, they're representing a whole company. They like can't they just post whatever they want. Like, they can't just, like, go out one night and decide to post, like, them drinking or something like that and then think that people aren't going to think bad about their company and think, oh, they're What if not they're drinking at, like, a party that they just, like, made their first, like, million dollars or something? But kid. It could be based on the way, like, how you post it. Like, yeah. if you post, like, a picture of, like, you would have them with, like, their company, like, all, like, smiling, like, holding a drink, like, uh -huh. I would see that as, like, Yeah, fine. like, that's fine. But if it's, like, them, like, just, like, chugging <laughs> the thing down. <laughs> okay, so we're going to have to start wrapping up. But, like, we're running out of time. Do you have any advice for kids who are on social media or kids who are going to start doing social media and like how to be like safe events. and how to like yeah. use it responsibly i would just say for like instagram facebook and stuff like that like keep your accounts private at a young age um definitely make sure like what you're posting like wouldn't harm anyone else um just like stuff like that yeah just make sure you know your boundaries you don't talk to like super random people and you just keep yourself safe yeah, and also just, like, if anything's happening on social media, like, feel comfortable to, like, talk to a friend about it or a parent. Don't be scared to do that. All right, so thank you for listening to this week's episode. This Next week. week, we will have the other two hosts, and we'll have a new topic. So thank you, Brady. 
and Danielle and Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks to Sarah, Danielle, and Brady for joining Salil and Shauna this week to talk through internet, privacy, and social media use. We've hit social media as a topic multiple times in our podcast episodes, and each time we seem to get into a different angle on things. I love that. I'm impressed with this conversation today because the host came up with questions that I'm not sure I would even have come up with. The group started off by discussing whether or not businesses should check social media prior to hiring employees, if it's legal and ethical, or if it's just good practice. And then the eighth graders continue the conversation from there to include internet privacy or the lack of, and then got into things like young people lying to get on social media apps before ending on a great note by offering tips for preteens to consider before getting on media. You could hear the group discuss how it's not that big a deal at all to lie online. You could hear them joke about how they all did it in order to use social media apps at a young restricted age. It's worth noting how nonchalant they were about all this. It brings on some questions as teachers and parents and adults. Is this dishonesty starting a bad habit of lying online? Could it be that we view screens in an incorrect way as something distanced from ourselves, when in actuality, it's a representation of us and our true selves? I talk to students all the time about this. Who we are online is not different than who we are in real life. So just some things to ponder for those young listeners, as well as anyone out there working with young people. I'm glad they closed on such a positive note though today. They added in some thoughtful tips for any teens or preteens before getting on social media. Good stuff there. Okay, so I've linked in a couple of things. Like usual, when we talk about social media, I wanna make sure that I, I give you the statistics that are out there currently. It, it's true that almost 90% of American teens surveyed now have their own smartphones. So we're at about a 90% of American teens having their own phone. And of that, around 70% use social media multiple times a day. So I've linked in the Pew Research study that's so prominent in our work. I've linked in the Common Sense Media. Um, and I've also linked in some things from Adam Alter, like his TED Talk and also his book called Irresistible, The Rise of Addictive Technology. All of those are included in the show notes. So you can check those out right after listening in case you're interested in learning more. As always, thanks for tuning in. Stay tuned next week as we return with our other two leaders on the school year, Lauren and Reese, and we continue into 2020 with season two of the Life is the Future podcast. Until then, thanks for tuning in.